Turple, and this is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is Friday, August 21st of 2020. It's the first day of the fall term for the academic year 2020 to 2021. And we're in a completely different place than we thought we'd be last year this time. When we got on this trip in January of this year, I did not think we would be landing where we are today. But here we are, and everybody's handling it, and everybody's doing great, and I'm so proud. The full-time faculty and the adjuncts, of course, came back this week, and I don't think this is where they thought they'd be landing either. Uh, but they've taken it by storm, and they have arranged really, really good remote classes for you and simulation for labs, and everybody's ready to go. So congratulations on making it this far. This is a big term for our associate degree nursing program. It's also a big term for our RN to BSN program. We have a record number in our RN to BSN program of our own ASN graduates starting their bachelor's here at Broward College. And I'm very proud of that fact. I think that's great. I hope that many of you, I hope we can get it to even higher numbers to go ahead and go right into the BSN program. I know it's challenging, but I know you can do it. The reason it's such a big term for our ASN program is because we have so many students. Our actual enrollment didn't go up, but because we had to cancel clinicals in March and April, we need to get all of you guys finished so the classes are big. So your theory classes are huge. Uh, most faculty have never had theory classes this huge before, especially in the later classes in the program, cardio and trends. And that's a big change for them. And then and it's going to be a big change for you. You're back to class sizes that you had when you were in process one and process two. <laughs> so that should be that should feel comfortable for you guys. I'm very excited. I'm even more excited probably for this graduating class. This class that's finishing, that's going into cardio and finishing up trends this term. I'm probably more proud, I I probably shouldn't say this out loud, than I ever have been of any other cohort. This has been a huge challenge, and you're doing it, you've done it. I can't wait to see great things from you in cardio. I'm anxious to hear how it goes for you. I hope you'll keep in touch with me during this time. I hope everybody will. Speaking of keeping in touch, I have open student hours on Mondays from 11.30 to 1. I can certainly add more open student hours if it seems like that's not enough, but um, for now I'm gonna start with Mondays. That's a Zoom meeting, it's casual, it's drop in if you want and chat with me and then drop back out or stay the whole time and we'll study together. Most of you have class until at least noon, I think, or a lot of you, and I did from 11.30 because a lot of you then start class at 12.30 or one. So drop in, I emailed all of you that Zoom address and it's on my blog. And if you didn't get it, email me and I'll send you the link for it. But basically it's just an open Zoom meeting and you're welcome to come in and out and chat with me. 
I will try really hard to sit here with the camera on the entire time. That's hard for me, but um, I can't wait to see you. I hope I will see some of you. I've invited the nursing club. I will try to have some other special guests. I've invited my boss. I don't think he'll be able to come every time, but he may drop in and out. And I will also invite the provost and our clinical coordinators if they'd like to come and answer questions about Complio. So talk with Dean Turple. Those are open student hour sessions, and I hope to see you there. At least drop in one time. Speaking of student hours, I'm not sure if you remember, but we talked last time about office hours and what that means when faculty say they have office hours. Office hours are student hours. I would very much like to see each of you make an appointment to, not, well, not make an appointment even, just drop in to your faculty members' student hours, to your professor that you have for the current class. I really want to see each of you drop into those student hours and meet with that professor at least once. There's some good literature out there that supports the idea that even one meeting with your professor during each class contributes to a higher success rate. I very much want to see each of you do that. When you see in the syllabus office hours, that means student hours. That means the time that is set aside by your professor to meet with students. That is actually mandated by the state. Obviously, we have policies here at Broward College, but the reason we have those policies really is because we are required to. So the faculty, although they would meet with you anyway, I know, especially our nursing faculty, they are required to have office hours, which are student hours. So please, I'm asking each of you to make an appointment or drop in with your professor at least once during these next eight weeks. Have a personal conversation, just see where it leads. Talk about what struggles you're having in class. Ask questions. That leads me to another point. You have to work just a little bit harder at being engaged in your classes when we're doing remote learning. Have your camera on. Go to the website Broward.edu and submit a request if you need a webcam. Interact during those remote courses. Jump in there, raise your hand using the raise your hand function on the computer or just start talking when, it's, when your professor asks a question. You have to work hard to be engaged. Keep your pen in your hand and write down every single thing the professor says. <laughs> if that helps you, that's been one strategy that's worked for me when I've been in class and had trouble paying attention. Um, I took a class for my BSN a million years ago with a friend and I told her, oh my gosh, this is so hard for me to pay attention to. It was actually a humanities course on death and dying and it wasn't medical, it was about death and dying in literature and it was, it was trust me, death and dying during that class. And I would fall asleep. And my friend who took the class with me told me, Sarah, get a notebook, get a pen, write down every single thing he says, it'll keep you awake. And it did. And I actually remember some things now from that class. So, interact, get involved, talk during that course, okay? Pretend you are in class. I know that this is really, really hard for a lot of you, especially 
especially those of you who have kids at home who are doing home remote learning. It must be brutal. I was in a meeting yesterday with a colleague and um, she's somebody who I think of as being incredibly high functioning and very on it um, and very professional. And she didn't have her camera on and she usually does and we started chatting before the meeting and she said, I'm going to put my camera on for just a minute because I want to show you what's going on here at my house. She has three kids at home, which I know many of you have, many of you have more. And about maybe 10 feet away behind her was one working um, at a little table with, you know, had a whole desk set up there, probably a card table with his computer. And then she had two in another room and her husband was home as well in another room in his office area. And I was thinking to myself, how is this person getting any of this work done? How is this person able to pay attention? It just, it's really hard. Um, I've been fortunate. I come here on campus and work in my office because I've struggled to work from home. But um, there may be a time where they tell me I, I have to stay at home and work from home. So I, I don't understand the challenges. I don't want to make light of it. But I do want to say that I feel for you. I know you can do it. I know it's hard to be engaged, but I know you can find a way to do it. This is what you want. You want to be a nurse. You can find a way to do it. So there we go. You are going to be engaged with me and talk with Dean Turple. You're going to be engaged with your professors in class. You're going to go to office hours, which are student hours. You are going to go to the class meetings and do the best that you can to be engaged in class. We have so much going on this fall in this program. We have a continuing accreditation visit in October, which I've talked about, I know, incessantly with you guys, and I'm going to continue to do so until October. Sorry, then I'll find something new to talk about. We have a virtual visit in October, so four reviewers. So these are four nurses with experience in education and nursing education who have gone through a special training with the Accreditation Commission for Education and Nursing, ACEN, A-C-E-N. So ACEN, A-C-E-N, is our accrediting body, and they will be doing a virtual visit in October. So normally, under normal circumstances, they would be coming here and, and staying here for three very full and stressful days and meeting with a ton of people. They won't be doing that. They will be in their, either their homes or their jobs, I guess I don't know where they're meeting from. And we will be doing virtual meetings, similar to Zoom meetings. I think they want us to use GoToMeeting. So you will have the opportunity. They will be, we have sent off a 200 page document with supporting evidence to them. Um, and you're more than, you know, that's a public document. You're more than willing, you're more than welcome to see that if you'd like. They will, after they've reviewed that, then they will be visiting with us during virtual visits to review and validate everything that we've told them in that document or clarify. Maybe we weren't comprehensive enough about some aspects of the standards. So they will be here virtually and you will have an opportunity, all of you, any and all of you, and I will be asking you to please attend. You will have an opportunity. I'll definitely send out more information closer to the time, but the student meeting with the reviewers is on Tuesday, October 6th at 
let's see what time is it it'll be at about 11 o'clock in the morning so there will be an hour and a half where you will have the opportunity to meet with the reviewers and they will ask you questions and you will offer information about the program to validate what we've sent in the self-study so um, you know this can be a challenging time a stressful time to meet with these reviewers but I will tell you that during these reviews because Certainly we are being transparent, we're not trying to hide anything, but we want to, put our, want to put our best foot forward. So that is not the time to air dirty laundry about your specific instructors. It's the time to really show you know, what the program is offering you and what you've been able to learn in the program. So they are looking specifically at how we are working toward our outcomes. So for the nursing program, I know you've seen them. They are in the nursing handbook. They're on the website. Hopefully your professors have talked about them. We have four end of program student learning outcomes. So we have four broad outcomes that we want you to know and integrate when you leave here. The first one, I'm not gonna go through all of them today. I hope to go through all of them in separate podcasts and then I'm going to talk about them on the blog too because I really want you to know what they are and understand them. The first one is end of program student learning outcome is human flourishing. So what does human flourishing mean? It means that we want you upon leaving this program to be able to integrate culturally congruent care for the client and family across the lifespan respectful of the diverse needs, values, and preferences of each person or family. Never before has that been more important than it is right now. Nursing has a long history of providing culturally congruent care, of not having barriers to care that come from somebody's background, their values, their ethnicity, their religion, their culture, their gender, or their sexual preferences. Hopefully that is never a barrier to provide, to, for somebody to get good care. Nurses exemplify that. Providing culturally congruent care is an incredibly important aspect of nursing, and that's why it is one of our end-of-program student learning outcomes. When the reviewers are here, they will be looking at individual courses and individual learning outcomes in those courses to see how we're working toward preparing you to be able to meet the outcome of human flourishing. We've already submitted some documents that show that. We've submitted some assignments that students, that uh, faculty gave us that will demonstrate that knowledge. But they're going to want to see that. We also look at your HESI exit exam and your NCLEX scores that relate specifically to the um, areas of that that relate specifically to human flourishing. So that was your first lesson on end of program student learning outcomes. They also look at program outcomes. The three program outcomes that ASIN looks at are NCLEX pass rates, 
So our NCLEX pass rates hover around 95 to 96%. They look at employment rate, which we have a 98 to 100% employment rate that's reported by the state of Florida. We use that reporting mechanism. And we, oh, for the NCLEX, we use the actual scores from the NCLEX. We get information from, it's called Mountain Measurement, Inc. And um, it is the company that has contracted with the National Council of State Boards of Nursing to give data on NCLEX pass rates. Um, as well, that we use what the state says. And then we actually collect some of our own data. And then the third area of program outcomes that ASIN wants us to be working on is our completion rates. Our completion rates are low. There's no sugarcoating that. That is a goal of ours to get those completion rates up. Completion rate means the percentage of students who complete the program within 150% of the expected completion time. Our expected completion time for this program is 22 months or two years, essentially. So our 150% completion is 33 months, so three years. So about three years. So we look at the number of students, the percentage of students who start the program that complete it within 33 months. And we're struggling with that. There's no, there's, there's no sugarcoating that. It's, it's true. It's a goal of ours. So we're working on that, and I hope to share some of the ways that we're working on that with you in the next few podcasts. But I know you're sick of listening to me, and you're focusing on your courses. So remember that you should not go to class with the idea that you're going to learn the information in class. You should learn the information before you go to class through your reading and taking notes and show up ready to solidify that or ask questions and clarify concepts. So have a great term. I hope to see you at Talk with Dean Turple. I hope to hear that you've made an appointment or I'm sorry, not made an appointment, but made a visit in during office hours with your faculty member. Keep in touch. I'll be around on the campuses the next few weeks to say hi to the clinical groups. I hope to see you soon. Have a great session.